Welcome to the EFIS Baseball Cards Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Baseball. We're here with my boy, TJ. TJ, what's up, dude? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Bobby Banger Box? How you been, my man? It's good to see you again. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I haven't opened any boxes since then, though. I'm not going to tempt the fates again. So no Bowman Chrome or anything like that for me yet. Yet. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. How are you doing? Oh, well, I'm on the <laughs> other side of that equation. If, if we're all just being honest with each other here uh, today. Uh, I've had two HTAs, Bowman Chrome HTAs, pass through my hands in the last three or four days. And uh, it's a bloodbath, Bobby. It, it's not good. Bro. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You've had two? I saw yeah. the first one. Wait, yeah. there was a second one? Yeah, so uh, you know, as as you as you know, we talk about Mike from Card Kings uh, quite a bit on yeah. time, and he linked up with Philly on Instagram, and they were chatting and this and that, and that led to you know him linking up with me on Instagram, shot me a message, and, hey man, I got the Bowman Chrome in the shop, so you know I took the day off yesterday, and I was just kind of kind of hanging around. I decided, eh, hey, let's go see what Mike is talking about, and uh, he had a lot of boxes on the shelf. It was pretty. He had a 2022 Gypsy Queen hobby box just sitting there. I thought that might be a fun rip. And man, he he had a fresh case of uh, HTAs and uh, half a case left of the of the hobby boxes. And so I was looking at both of them and you know doing the cost analysis in my head. And he basically talked me into the HTA with you know the friendly discount. So, uh, but it, it was bad, bro. It wasn't good at all. Oh uh, God. I've been saying that uh, HTA, there's, you know, there's a lot of speculation about what HTA stands for, right? Is it MT <laughs> Advantage? Is it, you know, is it anything else? And I've concluded that in my case, it stands for hold this ass because that's what you get <laughs> from those boxes when you're done. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, the good thing is two HTA boxes. At least you only have uh, six subpar cards sitting on your desk to store or sell instead of a uh, hundred, I guess. Right. And, and you know what, man? And I was talking about that with Mike at the end. It's just, I really don't want the bulk. And I know you and I have been talking about that yeah. a, lot, a lot in the last, you know, probably month or so. Um, it's interesting that, you know, kind of doing this podcast has redirected my collecting focus a little bit. So, um, yeah, like you said, man, I'd rather have three cards than 60 cards or 80 cards or however many you're pulling out of a hobby box because you and I both know and, you know, everybody else listening to this knows too that 55 of those cards are going to be horrible. <laughs> They're just yeah. borderline valueless. I know, and it sucks because I like the cards, but it's like I like looking at them that like one time, maybe a second time, and then just the way this hobby is with all the products, if you rip everything, it's just, uh, it's just too much stuff. Like I, you know, despite the, I don't know what you want to call it that I went on, uh, that I talked about in the last episode, like I don't rip a lot of product and I have way too much stuff. So I'm, uh, thank you for the recommendation on the light box. I've been, uh, been using that nice little light box to take some really high quality pictures of cards. And I'm, uh, my goal is I'm trying to get the stuff listed up on eBay that uh, I don't want um, or not necessarily that I don't want, but that I don't think will be in my collection in five years. Call it. Yeah, so, Bobby's been doing some selling lately, folks. If you're not on the discord, there's some deals to be had on some nice slabs that 
Ooh, I mean, if those are your PC guys, there's some pickups. Hey, real quick, uh, Bobby, before I forget, for those that don't know, uh, tell them what a light box is. Oh, light box. All right. So um, basically, oh, shit, I'm going to have a hard time describing it, but it's like this. Uh, it's kind of like a cardboard box missing one of the sides, right? So it's just got yeah, one yeah, yeah. Side. There, you, there you go. There you go. Cardboard box missing one of the sides that um, folds up really nicely for storage, first off. But when you unfold it and unbox it, uh, it's got this light at the top. And it's also got a USB port. So you plug it into a computer or a USB outlet into the wall, whatever. Um, but you plug it in and it's got this nice little light at the top. And it's really good for you get a card stand, you put your card in there, and you can take a nice, real clean picture of a card, a slab, and like with refractors, like prism refractors, like blue refractors, anything like that, just the color really pops. So it makes your cards look really, really nice. So it's good for taking pictures for listing cards. And it's also good for just now I've been, uh, if you guys want to follow on Instagram, here's the first time I'm plugging the Instagram in a while. Um, it's at the EFIS pod. Um, but I've been taking just for like three days now, but I've been trying to take pictures every day of a card in my PC and show it off. So it's also really good for that, for showing off your PC. And I mean, that's why we got these things, right? To, to look at cards and just really encourage everybody who's on the discord, uh, you know, go use that show off section and don't be shy. Like we love looking at each other's cards. Like that's the best part of this hobby. doesn't matter mm -hmm. if it's a $1 card, $10 card, hundred thousand. I mean, there's some nice stuff at all levels. So, yeah. And um, it's, it's really good. So, you know, when you take the pictures at home, you get that crazy glare, you know what I mean? Because these overhead lights that we have in our houses are not designed for photography. Right. So um, yeah, it really kicks your photos and your pictures up. A whole other level it's it's a game changer especially like you said for those refractors if you know that light hits it the right way you get that nice little rainbow kind of mm -hmm. glow coming off the top of the card as opposed to this big splotchy you know glare where you can't even read the name on there whatever else the case is so yeah man if you're not if you're not using a light box and you're selling you know a decent volume of cards I, i'd highly recommend it as opposed to you know maybe you're using a scanner or whatever the case may be but for raw photos uh Lightbox game changer and pretty yeah, cheap. Really. Would you pay like 20 bucks for that? Yeah, I think it was 20, 25 bucks. Amazon prime was here the next day. So, you know, really nice, really nice. My wife, like literally even my wife was like, Whoa, like that's really cool. And that folds up really nice. Like my wife follows this on Instagram. So that's how she, she sees some of my cards. She doesn't really mm -hmm. come in and look at them, but she'll see, She'll see the color pop on Instagram every now and then. So mm -hmm. uh, and all yeah. those different color backgrounds. If if you're looking for this specific oh, light box, yeah. hit me up on Reddit, Instagram, uh, in the Discord. I'll send you a link to it. But it's the best one I found. Like like Bobby says, collapsible. Um, it plugs in real easy. It's real clean. It's got the yellow light or the white light, whatever you're looking for. And then there's you know I think it's got a blue, a red, a yellow, a purple white or black yeah. all backgrounds it looks real clean these guys are not paying me i'm not selling them it's just a nice little hobby tool that i found what we need to do is set up some uh, i forget who told me about this but you can set up some sort of affiliate program with amazon and you know like we all buy so many card supplies on amazon we can give like our endorsed products of each type and 
set up some affiliate program and we can get a few pennies back on the dollar that everybody spends and fund the podcast. That'd be kind of cool. So maybe that's, that's an idea. That's well, shit, idea. I've already sold like four of those light boxes myself. <laughs> I mean, everybody, hey, where'd you get that light box? I mean, between yeah. you know, here and Reddit, I probably sold, you know, a, a half a dozen of them things. Uh, damn. It's pretty, it's pretty sweet. I, I like, I look forward to coming home. Like, it's made it fun to take pictures of my cards and like kind of show them off and even list them up on eBay kind of deal because it's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a pain in the butt to take pictures of your cards. Like you said, the overhead lights, like I got like a ceiling fan with lights and I got like can lights in my man cave. You need I've got that like windows. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm like messing around, closing my blinds. I'm like turning off one light, turn on the other light, trying to figure out how to get the best picture. And they all still suck. <laughs> it's like, nobody can see the card the way you can when you hold it and kind of uh, move it around in your hand. But uh, the light box really, really does the job. So, I mean, I guess this episode sponsored by the, uh, let's see, what's the brand Palouse light box. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't Unof- know, man. Unofficial sponsor. Yeah. Just- yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, so, so you got some, some HTAs, uh, yes. you know, at least in that first box, you got two cards with Padres logos on it. So, uh, not, yeah. not our boy, Ethan Salas. That's a near miss. Um, I swear I've seen like eight Padres autos in the discord and i haven't seen a single ethan salas so jump on reddit if you want to see them bro everybody's uh, they, them over there they pop in uh, oh, makes sense there's probably six thousand parallels shimmer it's Damn. it's brutal so so yeah like you said so my first hta was my uh pre-order from tops and uh i was pleased that it was here in a timely fashion uh there were no trains derailed or uh no oxen you know starved to death in route, anything like that. Um, but it was pretty bad. So like you said, man, so I had two Padres cards and I'm opening it in such a way. And if you want, you know, not to keep plugging stuff, but go over to my YouTube. I got a live video of the rip of each of those posted. You can see my disappointment in real time. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> so you're a Padres guy. And, and, and so here's my thing. I co-host a goddamn prospect podcast, right? And with a guy that's you know, very knowledgeable. I mean, Philly, he's like, he's on another level. You know, I do research for this. I look into prospects. I'm looking top hundred prospect lists. I'm looking at international signings. Like I'm engaged in the prospect world in a way that I've never been before as a baseball fan or a collector. It's a lot of fun once you get into it, but I pulled six cards, man. I haven't heard of four of these guys literally haven't Mm. heard of them. So, so here's your Padres names. You ready for Spence Kaufman? You heard of him? Nah. Bobby, Padres fan. <laughs> nope. Big time knowledgeable baseball guy. No, nope, no. Nope. How about uh, Eddie Beltre? No. And I, I would actually say, I, I don't know that I'm actually knowledgeable. I just have a platform. So people think I am, but you know. Well, good I've enough. Let's that. just keep that era of, you know, mystery. It kind of helps to add <laughs> to the legs. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I think Eddie Beltre's had like 40 at bats stateside. Yeah, it seems like are... some of these guys have like bombed out at the complex level, even. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, you know, like you think of Bowman Chrome as a, you know, stash and hold. Um, yeah, like when I read about some of these Padres guys that you got, I'm like, man, 
Are they going to be playing minor league baseball in two years? Yeah, like, it's like, why Why do they have their first Bowman now as opposed to three years ago, right? So it wasn't yeah. me, but a, a friend of mine pulled a guy that had been in the minor league since 2016. And he's just getting uh, his first Bowman now. And he's flaming out at AAA and he's got a first Bowman auto. What the hell is he doing in the set now? So there's a lot of filler. And they they pumped up the checklist. I think there's like 140 autos on this checklist, mm-hmm. which is more than they've ever had before. And, you know, and we'll That's do a problem. problem review on tool time but i would venture to say that 125 of those autos are ass they're just not good so it's it's like it's bad it's bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'll let you i'll let is there anything more you want to say about it or do you want to move on from the trauma and save it for tool time no so i tell you i mean so you know uh spencer kaufman eddie beltre hayden dunhurst uh none of them are pitchers hayden dunhurst is pretty terrible these are all uh, Kaufman's probably a $5 card. Dunhurst probably an $8 card. Beltre, I'll be lucky if I clear 40 or 45 for it. And we're talking on a box that runs $350. Um, so I stopped by and talked to Mike, like I was talking about just a little while ago, decided to double down on my depression. Um, and let's see here. All right. So, uh, Diversion Gutierrez from the Mets. I sold that card this morning for 20 bucks. Um, Robert Moore from the Brewers. Uh, it's a refractor. And uh, again, I'll probably be lucky to get $40, $45 for that. And there's Devision de los Santos from the Diamondbacks, who's somewhat hyped and somewhat well-known. He's probably the one guy that's like, okay, I've heard of this guy. I know about this guy. Um, again, maybe a $30 or $40 card, $50 at the most. So if you're keeping track, that's probably about $700 investment for maybe $110 return. Uh, and it's rough. And like you said, these are not stash guys. These are guys that, you know, if I put them up on eBay, nobody's going to look at him and say, well, maybe one day he's like, no, 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 we already right. pretty much know who this guy is. There's no, that whole, you know, Bowman potential aspect out the window. So, um, I'm going to be taking a hard pass on this product. And like we talked about on the discord, I'm just still grabbing up 2023 regular Bowman stuff at a discount. So, Junior Caminero. It's going to be the Junior Caminero fall and winter. Yeah. Oh man, you've you've been. I first off, I'm sorry. I know you've been looking forward to Bowman Chrome. So yeah. sorry that that was your experience. That's shit, man. That's, that's why. Bad. That's why they wait so long to give you the checklist. Yeah, that's bad. Ugh. I'm sorry, man. I that's I really bad. was. I was really rooting for a banger for you. Um, and I was really proud of you when you said you passed on buying a second box, but now, uh, I'm a a weak man. So yeah, I mean, and just to kind of wrap it up, there's, there's really, there's five guys you can pull and you'll be okay in terms of a auto. If you're not Mm -hmm. talking about your Babe Ruth and your Roberto Clemente, your Johnny bench, those retrofractors that are in there, you got Ethan Salas from the Padres, Brando Maia from the Yankees, Samuel Basile from the Orioles. Uh, Joandre Vargas from the Dodgers and Roger Arias from the Giants. And then there's an argument that could be made for that uh, pitcher in Pittsburgh. I think you brought him up or maybe Philly did. Um, Probably Philly. His, he's, it's an Asian pitcher. I forget his name. I'm just going to destroy it. So at the risk of, you know, sounding borderline racist, I'll just leave that off the table. But those are pretty much the only guys. Uh, other than that, it's a bust, man. It's a bust. That's so rough. if you pull one of those guys, you know, sell it quick. But wow, yeah, it's a brutal checklist, man. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Oh, uh, 
What what else is going on in the hobby? Any good news? Uh, I've been I've been snatching up some Junior oh, Camera. Yeah, I showed you I got that gold paper on the way. I got a blue paper out of 150 on the way. Um, I've been buying them up and I'm putting together our third bulk uh, PSA sub for the Discord. And it's it's looking like it's going to be about 45, 50 cards by the time it's all said and done. Nice. Uh, lots of Otani, lots of Roki Sasaki. Um, I'm sending them some more Yachty SSPs and some more Junior Camonero as it would as it would occur. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's been pretty much what it's been all about. I got all these uh, submissions in grading phase, so probably got 30 grades that I'm personally waiting on to come back and see what that looks like. Um, and just sniping singles. Yeah, man. I'm with you. I got, I, so I haven't bought anything. I haven't bought any baseball cards. I got one, I bought one like $40 Star Wars single. That's, that's really it in terms of me bringing stuff in. Um, obviously I just went on that binge, right? Like I'm pretty, pretty well set on cards right now. So I'm just focusing on cleaning up the PC and really like, uh, you know, listing up things for next year. Like I'm not listing them up to try to sell them right now. I'm just trying to some fall cleaning, so Ooh. to speak, cleaning up the PC, but I've got a bunch of stuff at PSA too. I know last episode we talked about, Hey, I wonder what's going to, what's going to go quicker, a regular SGC submission or the 10 day at PSA. Well, spoiler alert. I already have all my cards back from SGC that I sent them. That's nuts. And the regular PSA cards that were supposed to be a 10-day turnaround, um, they've been now at PSA for nine business days, and they're in the grading phase. So there's your answer. Sounds about right. (laughs) And SGC just dropped their price to $15, and they went five to 10 days across the board on everything. So, I mean, if you're in the SGC... Yeah, I like SGC. And I really like that that Darth Vader card that I was talking about... Um, the orange one, uh, I know, again, it's not Star Wars, but um, <laughs> Star Wars pod, but that Darth Vader. Uh, so it gemmed SGC that. 10. So it looks, looks nasty good in the tux I, too, man. Yeah, I did not think that was going to happen, but it looks nasty in the tux. So I'm happy with my decision, um, you know, and in terms of other stuff in the hobby for me, like, honestly, baseball's a little bit on the back burner for me for a couple weeks up until the playoffs. I'm sure I'll watch a fair bit um, leading up to the postseason, like watching to see if the Mariners get in. I really hope they do. Uh, And then I'll watch a lot of playoff baseball, but I'm really, my mind's on the NFL right now. And I think that's probably what you're seeing in the market a little bit, probably why you're able to scoop up some Camonero a little cheap. People are focused on Bowman Chrome. Um, Some of the people that are into the NFL have already shifted over to that. I would think it's going to accelerate when the NBA season starts up, because I know you've got other people in the hobby that are probably into NBA cards. Um, So yeah, I don't know. For me personally, uh, I'm going to Vegas this week. I'm going to Steelers and Raiders Sunday night football I've got some of my boys from Pittsburgh coming out. We're going to go nuts in Vegas and and hit up that game for week three of the NFL. So my mind is really like on NFL right now. Um, that sounds like a good time, man. I hope you have, hope you have a, a blast in Vegas. Um, I'm only slightly jealous, but uh, I hear that stadium is uh, is pretty you can nice. S- 
You can still come. I haven't bought my ticket yet. My dumbass waited till the last minute, so we are we are going to be scrambling for tickets. You guys get a hotel <laughs> locked up already? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got that. We got that. Are I got the hotel high, early. Are you going high end? Or are you going like uh, circus? Oh, yeah. Circus. <laughs> I'm at Mand- I'm at Mandalay Bay, brother, for four nights at Mandalay Bay. So I'm high end. I've got my got my massage scheduled. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet some sports. Like I'm gonna bet the shit out of the Trojans to kick ASU's ass next week. Um, in the bag. You know? in the bag. You know. Well, the problem's gonna be when the point spread's thirty. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, the Steelers are in better shape than they were in Week One. They uh, got pounded by the 49ers. They're playing the Browns this week, who just whooped up on the Bengals, so it could be another tough week. We'll see what happens there, though. Um, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but I just, as a as a long-suffering Falcons fan, and by long-suffering, I'm talking like 92-93, like Deion Sanders era. Like Falcons Morton fan. Anderson missing oh, yeah. field goals. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Chris Chandler, the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we go mm-hmm. way back. Um, I just don't watch a lot of football anymore, bro. Um, it's rough. It's rough being a Falcons fan. Bijan, though, he looked good. He looks yeah, nasty. I'm excited about nasty. it. And I know I brought it up again, but it's worth mentioning more than once. Tucson native, South Point. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's I'm pretty really cool. excited that he made it to the league. Um, yeah, man. NFL season's definitely going to divert a lot of that focus. And like you said, the NBA is just going to you know further compound that. So as a one-track mind guy, as a one-lane guy, just baseball – uh, that's good news for us. That's good news for us. Yeah. This is your opportunity, especially in auctions and especially in auctions that are ending in weird times and auctions that are not for the current product. So yeah. like we've got Bowman Chrome out. That means all your Bowman heads are going to be focusing on Bowman Chrome, except the really smart ones like TJ, who are like, now's my time to snipe even more Caminero. If you've got like 22 Bowman that you want to get after that's not named Ellie De La Cruz. Probably mm-hmm. a good time for some steals there, too. Um, I think similarly, Series 1 and Series 2, once update pops, like you're going to have some big opportunities to buy stuff. And those um, already dropped a little bit once Chrome dropped, right? I mean, yeah. Series 2 stuff is is you know just about as cheap as you want to get it, with the exception of your really, really big cards. Uh, but yeah, like you said, man, there's a lot of deals to be had. That's why I'm trying to go more you know, player-focused as opposed to product-focused, right? You yeah. know what I mean? So Bowman comes out, um, and it's hard not to want to go out. I mean, I'm guilty of it, right? You see all these guys hitting all these Ethan Salas autos. They're selling for five figures. Shit, I want to go scratch a ticket and take a chance. But, um, you know, the fact is, for the same prices at HTA, could put a nice junior Camonero first Bowman Chrome model, maybe even in a slab already for about that same money and uh, had a much better return for it. So, yeah. you know, just be smart, guys. Be smart. Don't keep yeah. up with the Joneses. Don't keep up. That's, that's like one of the things. Like, I have a buddy who just. He spends more money in the hobby than I do, and he just rips Mad Wax. And he's like, how's your collection so good? And I'm like, dude, because I buy singles and you don't. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you just buy products, and you've got way too much stuff. And, you know, to, to each of their own, do it the way you want to, but then don't complain about the results. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's that's the choices that you make. Um, you get what you hey, pay maybe, for. Yeah, exactly. Before we move into like some recent and upcoming releases, I just wanted to plug the one um, 
charity thing that I've been uh, that I posted about in the Discord real quick. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. For for those of you guys who are in the Discord, take a scroll down into like kind of below the off topic. I set up a new channel in the Discord. It's called Bobby's Walk and Roll. So there is uh, an event going on in San Diego on September 30th. It's called the FSHD Walk and Roll. So for those of you who don't know, FSHD is a rare form of muscular dystrophy. Um, There is no treatment. It is a very devastating thing. Um, It's something that usually comes on to people when they're in their teens. So it's impacting a lot of kids, a lot of families. Um, and really like it's rare diseases that don't have a cure is something that my company is focused on, focused on finding a cure for. And so I, I have involvement in the space, but this walk is purely for the FSD. I forget if it's called the FSD foundation or society, but it's essentially a charitable walk, give money to support families and to, uh, support research for a cure. So I'm doing that walk on September 30th. And I would just ask, Hey, if, if you have a few bucks, um, I've dropped a link in there. I would love donations for the cause. It's a really good cause. I don't ask for money for the pod or anything like that. So even if you got 10, 20 bucks, I, you know, encourage you to take a look and make a donation. It's a really, really good cause. And as a special bonus, if you make a donation, of $10 or more, just DM me proof of that donation. And everybody who makes a donation of $10 or more to this cause on the next pod, I'm going to raffle off a Junior Caminero Sapphire base card. Um, It's about a $50 card, so nothing crazy, but just to spice it up a little and, uh, you know, devote something else um, from my resources towards the cause. So really good cause. Um, something that I've always thought of is how am I going to bring good to the world? I think that I've done that a little bit with this podcast because I think y'all enjoy it, but um, just trying to think of other ways to bring good to the world. And hopefully this is something that uh, can contribute. Thanks to all the guys who a lot of guys have contributed already. So thank you so much. And now back to your regular scheduled programming. <laughs> hey, well, big shout out to you, uh, Bobby, for doing that. That's a big, a big thing, a great cause. And then uh, just looking at what you guys set up here, you know, shout out to Jesse, uh, Jeopardy champ Jesse. Look like he's already done a donation. And uh, my man, Viking Victory, it looks like he's uh, already participated as well. So shout out to you guys for, for helping out a good cause. I'm going to jump in there and do one myself. Um, as much as I want that Camonero, I'd rather see it go to somebody else. But with all that said, man, hats off to you. That's a great cause. Thank you, TJ. And thank you guys. And there are some others that have, uh, you know, there's a guy in the discord who's had family impacted by muscular dystrophy and really appreciated it. Um, you never know who's dealing with different things in their family. And, uh, yeah, there are some others that you didn't name TJ. Some people in the discord have donated anonymously cause that's their style. So shout out nice. to everybody who's contributed. Good dudes. Um, and Jesse did this first, right? He, uh, he, he did a similar thing, just looking for donations to St. Jude's. So really good cause there too. So I'm following his lead. So thank you, brother, what you're doing, um, what you've did done with that has had an impact on me and helped me branch out and do something too. So appreciate y'all. Lots of good stuff going on over there. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. Thank you guys. And thank you, TJ. All right. 
regular scheduled programming. Back to cards. Um, recent releases. We've we've talked about um, we've talked about Bowman Chrome at length, and I'll let you guys hit the official review and tool time. Um, but there have been some other ones. You know, one of the things for me, and I, sorry, TJ, I didn't put this on the agenda because I remembered it this morning. Have we had a, have we had an anticipated release be more of a dud and failed than Logo Fractor? Like, can you think of anything? Like everybody loved Logo Fractor last year and, and no one can even get it this year. I mean, I, I, I saw a box at, at a LCS for $275. Yeah. And I, Oh, they're $65, by the way. That's the retail value. Yeah. yeah. It's, if, it's, if you it's could bananas. somehow get to, I know I gave the phone number last time. I wish we would have called them on air because I called them after the pod and I got a recording that was basically like, if you're calling about Topps Chrome Logo Fractor, like if you placed an order before the 31st, like we're going to ship to you. And if you place one after, this is the 31st of August, you know, maybe you'll get one, maybe you won't, which indicates to me that those guys got completely overwhelmed. So I think fanatics probably thought they were doing a good thing and pumping the MLB store, but really I think they just made the employees of that MLB store made their lives miserable because they got overrun by, you know, the smarter people in the hobby that are just stocking up and making a killing on this stuff. So I don't know, just a, what do you yeah. think? Failed release in my opinion. Uh, I would, yeah, I would have liked to see at minimum how they released it last year, right? So I mean, it yeah. hit the MLB store, but it also, you know, it hit the Topps website, and it was relatively, you know, unheralded, right? They, like you said, they didn't talk about it a lot last year. They was like, "Hey, mobile mm-hmm. fractor," and then you know, casual guys like myself are like, and we'll get into this when we get to the end of the show when we talk about some different sets. But it's just uh, okay. It's just another gimmicky type of set. I don't need to, you know, I don't know what the hell a logo fractor is. That's crazy. Uh, I don't really need to pay any attention and then come to find out the cards are gorgeous. There's a great value. The boxes are loaded and uh, it's pretty much, you know, a, a well-established set that this is going to be a nice thing. And then they do it again, but then they don't do it the same way. So yeah, I have to hard agree with you on that. Uh, what the hell they, they kind of showed us the carrot and then now there's just showing us the stick, right? Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, like F, for my grade for the I've product. I've seen some singles, but yeah, 100% have I to e- agree. I can't I don't touch even it. Care. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. It might as well not even exist. Um, so we'll see. Maybe that pricing comes down over time. There there are no odds printed for the product. So we don't know the print run. You can imply that you, you could get to a number or a roundabout number because, you know, two parallels per box, you know what the parallels are. Um, so you could get to a number, but... Who knows? Who knows how much of that's out there for sure. I know last year people were hitting three, four parallels sometimes in their boxes. Mm-hmm. I would imagine now it's get two parallels per box. Like that is what you're mm-hmm. getting. You're two getting parallels two. on average, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I was pissed about that one. Um, another one, um, what'd you think about Topps Chrome Sapphire? Because that also dropped basically right around the time we dropped our last episode. So I know you are a big Topps Chrome Sapphire guy and, you know, and kind of like some other stuff with the podcast, I've kind of, kind of adapted more and I'm, I never really acknowledged it so much. Like it was there, but I just didn't, didn't really touch it. It's kind of like Topps Definitive or Topps Sterling. It's just one of those sets that 
you know, just the price point and everything else, just no thank you. But, you know, since then I've learned, you know, a first Bowman Chrome Sapphire, that's a pretty damn valuable card. If, you know, if you got the right guy on it, similarly with the uh, Topps Chrome Sapphire rookie card, you know, a, mm-hmm. a J-Rob, one of those, it's like a hundred dollar card, bro. You know what I mean? Just the base. Um, so I, I've, I've grown to appreciate the product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, the rips are absolutely brutal, man. I mean, yeah. you're talking a 600-card checklist. Um, you know, I've seen a few rips just posted on Reddit, Discord, wherever else. And it looks like you're getting good color in your boxes, man. I'm seeing guys hitting reds, oranges, purples, um, low number stuff. But it's terrible players. It's I don't really care to have a, you know, I don't even care to, you know, throw strays at anybody. You could pick, it's a 600 card checklist, it's 570 of those guys. I don't want their cards. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of brutal on the rip for that price point. I think you're getting what, what do you get? 20, 24 cards out of that box or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's thir- 32 and two parallels. And yeah, to your point, 660 card checklist. So if there's, Let's say you're chasing rookies, right? If there are, let's be really generous and say there are 10 rookies that you're chasing. Um, So basically you're getting 32 out of the 660. You basically have a 50-50 chance of getting one of those 10 rookies. Did I do that math right? I think I'm I'm not good at math, but I'll take it. (laughs) I I, I should sure hope I know how to do math based on what my job is for those of you guys who know. (laughs) But yeah, you you got a 50-50 chance of getting one of those cards. And I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to go into what your odds of hitting a parallel of one of those cards are. Now there are cool veteran parallels for sure. um, But it's, you know, at two, I think the for Montgomery Club, it was a two hundred dollar drop for early release, and I passed because I was just like, "That's that's too much for a six hundred sixty card checklist." And it was kind of what I was anticipating because it was similar to last year, and then it was two twenty for general release. So yeah, I don't know. Like if I hadn't done what I had just done, maybe I'd set roll the dice and say, "Hey, what the hell for fun of it? Let's do it." But I just spent a lot of money on products, so. Yeah, pass. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a rough rip, man. It's it's uh I think they're going for like 250, 265 now. You can pick oh, one man. up if you find they, a friendly price. They're beautiful though. I mean, you Gorgeous get the right cards. card, like hey, you hit a gunner or Corbin Carroll, Adley, Jordan Walker, guys like that, a parallel, you're doing real good, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I think I, I was looking at I've, I've continued to look at J-Rod stuff and uh, yeah, some of his Sapphire cards from last year, pretty pricey, pretty oh, pricey. Yeah. I, I don't have one yet. Someday, someday I will though. Yeah. I wanted one, but I was just immediately like turned off, man. I mean, at yeah. that price point, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough to justify. We're talking about a base card at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Um, Panini Immaculate. <laughs> How beautiful were some of those cards that we saw ripped there, too? Oh, so uh, Philly just starts posting all these ridiculous patches and stuff that he's seeing uh, from Immaculate on eBay. And I started looking, too. And, man, it's, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, uh, Bobby, the last three or four days, 
I've been searching for Panini Immaculate. I've been searching for Samuel Zavala, Junior Caminero, and oh, all yeah. the uh, all the Cardinals kids. They got Juan Ben Cho in there. Uh, Jordan Walker's got some patches. Mason Wynn's got some patches. We saw that really nasty Tink Hintz patch, a couple of them, one with the whole Cardinals head, one with the whole bat with the Cardinal legs on it. Um, some ridiculous patches. I've seen some nice Cam Collier stuff. So I've been looking, uh, and if I find one at a right price, I'm going to pull the trigger on auction or something like that. Um, another one, though, where you know you go in and you rip that product, and I think, what do you get, seven cards in that box? Yeah, I, they're not consistent. They say minimum of six, but like my National Treasures box said you'll get eight cards, and I got ten. So yeah. You're not going to know who half of those guys are, but there's some good stuff in there. So I highly advise you to look at the singles market for that product. I'm, uh, I'm converted with some good patches. Yeah, and I'm going to – Philly had a good question out of the mailbag. I'm going to save it for when we get to mailbag, but uh, I'll share more of my thoughts on Immaculate. But I, I think, yeah – Look at the singles market. There are some absolutely beautiful cards. I think like the two, the first two boxes that I watched, um, one was a Junior Caminero auto. The other one was this Jordan Walker Jumbo Bat auto. That mm-hmm. was cool. Then I watched two more breaks the next day. And uh, one was a Jason Dominguez. Nice auto. I forget what the other one was. But the, most of the boxes are yielding something really cool but are they getting you your money back close but no probably not um which is unfortunately you know that's how product works you know so take that hobby box money that so what's the immaculate hobby box cost do we know i i think at retail it's 370 but i've seen some like below retail on eBay. So, so I would take that $350 and you could pick up two or three really nasty patches that you actually want. And that's probably the yes. direction to go. Let the breakers and, and everybody else rip it open for you. And then just go in there and sort out and get what you want. Cause you can get a nice uh, Camonero for about 200. I was looking oh, yeah. at him. Nice two, three color patch with the auto on it. He's got a printing plate with a patch on it up for auction right now. It still hasn't even broke 50 bucks with like three days left. Hmm. Interesting. And, and the only reason I'm saying that so confidently is because the auction will be over by the time this podcast airs. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, you're gonna you're gonna boost the price on yourself here. Yeah, I've really, uh, I, I really have liked the. Pan- I know I'm my mind is warped by pulling a Shohei auto, which I'm still in disbelief that that even happened. I don't know what the percentage chance of something like that is, but it feels really really incredibly low but uh panini makes some really really nice cards and uh we're going to talk about leaf too here in a minute but they do too um, mm-hmm. despite not being licensed so uh, yeah one of the other things i wanted to bring up so kind of bashed uh cosmic chrome is not our bag and it still isn't from a box ripping perspective but i did i did want to call out these planetary pursuit cards I don't know if they were in the product last year. Do you, do you know if they were in 22 Cosmic Chrome or if those are new? I didn't, uh, admittedly did not pay a lot of attention to Cosmic last year, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Sure. I think it's new this year. I, I don't think so either because I've never seen them before. Um, and I think those cards are really, really cool. Um, so for those of you who aren't familiar, it's it's a, I guess, a short print um 
or some type of variation. I don't know if they're case hits or how rare they are, um, but basically there's a smaller checklist of rookies and stars for it. And it's this intended to be this chase of like the least rare is the sun and the farthest you get away from the sun, the more rare the card is. So like Pluto, super rare, obviously Mm -hmm. maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe there's only one of them for all I know. Um, But yeah, those cards are beautiful. Like I've seen a couple of them. Have you heard the controversy, the, the the controversy surrounding those though? So, and so it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, of course, you know, I have a sense of humor of a 10 year old boy, but apparently uh, there's way too much Uranus and not enough <laughs> of Venus. <laughs> oh my so, God. So, and, and, uh, also, you know, uh, you can add to mathematics, you can add astronomy to my list of things that I'm not so good at, but I believe that Uranus, uh, is supposed to be closer to or further away than Venus from the sun or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, Uranus should be more rare than Venus. However, there's a lot of Uranus in this product, bro. I mean, they're, they're, they're pulling Uranus <laughs> all over the place, but there's hardly any Venus, right? So uh, they seem to think that they printed too much Uranus uh, for all of the guys and then uh, not enough Venus. So that's just what I heard. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, it's hilarious. It's, I, w- it's actually I would say they print a lot too much of Uranus in just about every product, <laughs> including that. <laughs> Including those uh, HTA Uranus version boxes yeah. that you got. Hold this oh Uranus. <laughs> no, but some some of the back to the cards though. Some of them are really cool. And now that you mention it, I've seen a lot of Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. When I go to when I go to eBay, then I've looked at these cards. I have seen like a di- like seriously before you said this. I'm not going to say the name of the planet again, but like I have seen quite a lot of those. And in my head, I was like, isn't that supposed to be like more rare? Like, I don't think I've seen a single of like, what's like Mercury or mm-hmm. like Jupiter. Like I haven't seen a Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so super cool cards. And I keep thinking about, can you imagine next year if Jason Dominguez, the Martian is as good as he looked in his brief stint this year, like the Jason Dominguez Mars card for the Martian. Like that's mm-hmm. cool. Like I'm like, I want that. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, so I don't have one yet. It's one of those that I'm not sure how they will age. They're kind of like one of the hot things right now. Um, but I intend to like pop back over uh, in six months or a year and maybe grab a one Soto and like uh, Corbin Carroll. Something like that. And I'm not sure which cool planet. And a guy and do like a, a rainbow, if you will, or maybe yeah. a, a solar system. You could complete a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that would be fun. Yeah. And it's, hey, man, I've seen a couple Jordan Walker autos. I saw a red, in, or I think it was a base card, but I saw a red version. It was beautiful. And of course, the guy, you know, he had the picture in the light box. So it was showing, you know, everything back nice. to our sponsor for the, you know, the show today. <laughs> Uh, And then an orange Jordan Walker auto also is like, man, this card's really pop. But to me, it still looks like Top's Finest. You know what I'm saying? It just looks like Top's Finest. Yeah. And I I feel like this, obviously Top's wouldn't make as much money this way. And this is why it doesn't happen. But I think you could pull like three or four of the really cool inserts that people are chasing. You could put those in Top's Chrome. 
make tops chrome a little bit better and just completely get rid of this product because i just don't the base cards i don't get and mm. I, I don't know if that's a popular opinion, an unpopular opinion, but it's just my opinion. I think based um, on the box price, it's an unpopular opinion. Guys like this okay. stuff, but I'm with you. What the hell is a nebula refractor? I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think there's just too much stuff, and I, I'm trying to think about like what what is going to be meaningful to me like next year, in two years, in five years. And um, you know, I know that it's not going to be like a base or even a parallel of a cosmic chrome card i just know that it's not so i don't want to spend money on it and then sell it at a 50 percent loss later mm -hmm. so when i move on from it and i definitely don't want to rip the the box because they're really really expensive and the odds seem bad but the hits are monster hits i'll say that that's true so like absolute monsters um so yeah something cool from cosmic um, maybe some other upcoming releases before we hit our big one. I think that Alan and Ginter is finally coming this week. So hey, for all right. Alan and Ginter, guys, we keep talking about it and it just no shows, no shows. But I think it's coming. I think Definitive is coming on the 27th. Probably like completely irrelevant for all of us except, I don't know, who's going to be the guy? Mantle Martyr? Is he, is he our guy that's going to be like... Oh, he's going to get it, and he's going to break it. He's going to get it. He's in, So he's a smart guy, and I hope he's listening to this. So he'll buy the high-end products. And he wants you know to rip the box, which we all do, right? Who doesn't want to open a box of Definitive? Yeah. And he wants some of the cards, so he'll enter the break, but then he'll bring a bunch of other guys in on the break, right? And then hey, we all split up the it. box. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, it's borderline genius, but it's a good way to kind of... I mean, who the hell doesn't want to open a box of Topps Definitive? If you just erase the cost factor, right? I yeah. Mean, I'd open that shit all day. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Maybe someday for me. Um, I think that's one of those things. If I was like a single dude and I didn't have a wife who was like judging me for buying the thousands of dollars box, I think I would buy stuff like that to break. And, you know, even if, even if, like even a nonprofit break of that, just so I could open the damn box, I wouldn't even buy a spot in the break just to see the box in my house and open it and touch and feel the cards myself would be super cool. Um, and just for the record, yeah. guys, we're talking about a $2,000 hobby box. <laughs> yeah. This is a hobby uh, box with six cards in it that cost $2,000. Oh, eight cards. Are, I'm sorry. Eight cards. Ooh. They're awesome cards, but uh, I mean, my wife questions how I assign value to money sometimes based on what I spend it on. But like, this is well beyond what I'm capable of saying is reasonable for any type of card. $250 per card, $250 per card for something you don't know what it's going to be. And I mean, and I don't know, go to eBay and look, man, I bet you can pick up some of that stuff for a hundred and bucks, 125, you know, maybe even below yeah. that. It's, it's so it's good. Cause it has a short checklist. I think it's like a 50 card checklist or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's the highest end of the high end. I think there's, there might only be one yeah. or two products that are more crazy than that in terms of high end. It's super cool. It's super cool. I wish I could break stuff like that. A lot maybe of the patches thing. have that authenticated sticker on them. I like that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, similar cool product. Now it finally has been tagged on Cardboard Connection with a, a release date, 2022 Leaf Trinity. So it's a 2022 product, um, which 
I looked at the checklist. Did you did you look at this checklist at all by chance? I looked at the box breakdown, but I didn't look too deep in the checklist because I guess I, you know, in my super quick research, didn't get over and say, well, they only have 2022 up. I haven't seen the 23 checklist. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. So, well, well, the box that I opened a few weeks ago was 2021. So they're, for whatever reason, they're a year behind. Um, but the good thing about it is you've got guys like Ellie De La Cruz with autographs in the product because they're a year behind. Um but the bad news is you don't have any junior Camonero in the product, mm. which would be sweet. Um, but there's like guys like Jackson holiday are in there. The cards are really cool. Um, beautiful cards. So it'll probably cost about 150 and you're going to get about six cards. Mm-hmm. A couple are going to be nasty patches. They're going to be pretty low numbered. Uh, they're all going to be autographed cards. Most of them are going to be pretty thick stock. Um, so I was happy opening that product, um, but it's it's probably another one where really the smart move is sit back and buy some singles because you can mm-hmm. buy some. Like there are some nasty, nasty cards for the cost of that box. Like yeah. you can get some incredible stuff. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Leaf Trinity, hands down, nastiest patches in the game. And, uh, you know, there might be an argument to be made that Immaculate is you know not too far behind based on some of the stuff I've seen. So the the weird thing about Leaf Trinity, and I think I've said this before, is is that you know we know they don't have logos, right? No licensing. It's just like Panini. But the patches, mm-hmm. they could put team logos in those patches. I mm-hmm. saw an MLB logo man patch on a Leaf Trinity card. So they somehow still have access to be able to do all of that. Um, so in a way, it kind of makes up for the fact that you know that these aren't licensed cards. Um, Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful patches. And just for that reason, you know, I'll always give Leaf Trinity a cosign. Um, $175, $150, somewhere in that neighborhood for the hobby box. That's not terrible. Is it going to be, uh, uh, we always say this, and, you know, it, it kind of kind of don't like saying it, but it's it's unfortunately because of how much boxes cost is the way we're forced to look at it. Are you going to make your money back on this box? Probably not. But that's the uh, case for every damn box. good time. Yeah, it's it's just. The are case are we the ever? Are we ever gonna say you're gonna make your money back? Not like, unless you get it at a discount, really. To I, be honest. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, I mean, the problem is you got guys like Jorge Posada, and this this isn't a knock on Jorge because I love Jorge, but like. I think SSK or somebody posted something about his upcoming signing. He's like charging $150 to sign cards. Mm-hmm. What Jorge Posado autographed baseball card is worth $150? I know there many. are some. I know there are some, but there are not many. I know so a guy who PCs just, you know, Jorge Posada, and it's, yeah. he's picking up nothing for over 100 bucks, And he's got one yeah. ones and everything else you could possibly want. I think that's the thing, like the agreements with, I don't know what the agreement with the players association is or what the agreement with individual players are, but these guys are getting paid for this stuff. Um, And just by the nature of it, all those costs add up and cost money to print the cards, cost money to get the license, all of that stuff to get the signatures, to get the patches, all of that. And then a markup gets applied. And that's how the company make, that's how fanatics makes their money. Um, And if you follow anything um, like the writers association or 
Screenwriters Guild, uh, the actors, now automakers, everywhere, there's fights over money. And I'm sure that's happening in cards. And guess who pays for it? It's us. Mm -hmm. So the only way the cost is going to go down is if we say we're not buying it. And I don't don't really think that's going to happen with breakers in the game. Um, But but that's why, like, yeah, that's why breaking boxes is a losing proposition. It's fun. So do it if it's fun. But if you're just trying to build like a bunch of awesome cards, singles is the way for sure. But can you get a banger? Out of a box that you would probably never buy as a single? Hell yeah. Is it a one in a hundred? Mm, maybe not quite that bad, but it's probably close. Yeah, I've, <laughs> so. I've opened more wax than I care to admit on a documented recording that could possibly be played back at a later date and used against <laughs> me. But um, I mean, I've opened as much as anybody, bro. And with the exception of these, you know, your tops definitives and, you know, Sterling and stuff like that. I mean, if you're talking about hobby boxes and jumbo boxes of s1 s2 update chrome gypsy queen museum you name it um i've opened them blasters you know I've, i just got two tops chrome blasters and a tops archive blaster last night from walmart because i was out picking up some groceries i pulled a zach wheeler uh out of 150 from archives that was the best hit for like probably 90 dollars mm. in retail product this is like a three dollar card bro um and so you know it just, it, I can count the amount of times I pull something crazy on one hand, that just mm-hmm. out of those boxes. And, you know, if you go a step further, I can count the amount of times I pulled a card worth over $1,000 on like three fingers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just not something that happens often. Uh, is it fun when it does? Hell yeah. But I mean, I'd advise keeping like a spreadsheet, keep track of this shit because the, the ends do not justify the means, I don't think. Yeah, the Scotty B Cards video. Um, that I just took a picture of and dropped in the Discord about Topps Chrome. He made a list of the top 10 rookie chases, and then he, like with no preconception, watched 109 box breaks. And out of those 10 top rookies, he saw exactly three autos of those players. And none of them were the top two or three guys. (laughs) Well, there's one Corbin Carroll, Refractor, out of 499, and then there was an Ezekiel Tovar base, and I think a Francisco Alvarez refractor. And there was no Adley. There was no Gunner. There was no Jordan Walker. There was, like, that, I mean, those are just numbers, man. Like, that, that's a, those, those auto checklists are big. And Mm -hmm. I, I think, I have a suspicion that in terms of base autos, there are more and significantly more base autos of the undesirable players. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I can't validate that, but, and I don't know how the agreement with the Players Association works, but like, I feel like it just costs them more money to get Corbin Carroll to sign cards than somebody who's in the minor leagues that debuted yeah. last year. Yeah, and they go to him and he's like, hey, man, you can sign 100 cards for this price, 200 cards for this price, and you get, you know, some no name guy that just got his first cup of coffee in the majors. He's like, hell yeah, man, I'll sign 1,000 cards. This is the only money I'm going to make out here. I'm going to cash yeah. in right now. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee you're right about that. <sighs> oof, 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 big oof. So, yeah, odds are against you, but every now and then you get a hit, and then you keep on going, and you get a hit, and then. Yeah, go listen to the last episode. We have a Bobby Banger <laughs> box run every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Reddit boxes around here. Reddit boxes. Uh, yeah. Oh, first box I ever opened. Did I ever mm. tell you about the first hobby box I ever opened? 
Like, yeah. seriously, I was that asshole. Like, $1,000 card in the first hobby box I ever opened. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember that. It was just I, uh, silly. Yeah, um, I think it took me It took me almost a year to pull a big card out of a box, and it was at Triple Auto. It was Adley Rushman, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, and I think Ryan Mountcastle, Triple Auto out of Top Sterling. Nice. And, and uh, yeah, you know, it was a big card. Sent it to PSA, got a nine, sold it for just a little over a thousand dollars it was it was a big day nice. but if i it didn't recoup anything man it was like a 450 dollars box <laughs> right it's crazy yeah that's that's the thing like even the national treasures hit that i had it's like well that was an expensive box <laughs> so yeah. um yeah uh all right the big drop uh we got a pre-order link yesterday um at the time of our recording right now, it's, it's already all sold out except for blasters, I think, but tops update, uh, with an October 11th release. Did you get yourself any tops update TJ? No, I took a cold hard look at that checklist and did an easy pass, bro. Easy pass. And we've been kind of teasing it. Who's going to be in it. And the answer Uh, was not great. Not great. So I was like, Oh my God. When I saw the checklist, I'm like, there are hundreds of people that could catch a stray on this episode. Mm-hmm, like, all I have mm-hmm. to do is just look at the checklist. Oh, my God, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, it's sold out. <laughs> so yeah. the boxes are sold. The pricing isn't bad. I think it's like 80 bucks for a hobby, 150 for a for a jumbo. So the hobby's going to get you a auto or a relic. The jumbo's going to get you an auto and two relics. Uh, you get some silver packs, which is nice, but... Yeah, rough, rough checklist. So, I don't know. Is there anything to talk about? I mean, it's it's bad. There, there, so, there's, you know, everybody's got their rookie debut card. And we talked about that a little bit in the Discord. I really don't think that that's a card that matters, with very few exceptions. Um, similar to a rookie cup, um, we just don't care. You know what I mean? I think maybe if you're a transcendent player... Uh, maybe an Otani rookie cup is a card I wouldn't mind having. Maybe yeah. a, a Robert uh, Ronald Acuna, something like that. But generally speaking, not a big card. A couple guys do have rookie cards. You got Zach Nito uh, from the A's, Yuri Perez, who's a pitcher, JP France, Mac McLean from the Reds, uh, Edward Julian from the Twins, Joy Weimer on the Brewers. There's a few others I'm leaving out, but they're all middle of the road type of guys. These are guys that. You know, if they're in a checklist with any of the other rookies from Series 1 or Series 2, you're not talking about any of these guys. Yeah. You know, they're, they're pretty insignificant. If you're a player collector, you're in any, in any of these guys, um, cool. You know, it'll be a fun time. But I don't see anything yeah. worth getting out of bed for. It's pretty bad, man. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I think Grayson Rodriguez is on there. Um, not having the best year, but, you know, that maybe some upside there. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I mean, even golden mirrors, I'm not even, I'm a, I'm in a wait and see mode because I feel like tops made the series one golden mirror. So sweet. They had the gold tops logo. The images were legit. And I feel like it just dropped off in series two. And I'm feeling like I got conned a little bit building that set. So it's TBD on if I'm even going to move forward doing the update golden mirrors so we we will see maybe it'll surprise us sometimes the products that you have low expectations for end up outperforming and being better than you think but yeah it looks pretty rough looks pretty rough so i took a pass 
I don't think anybody's going to. I saw one thing that I did like. So they have these new patches and I'm going to take this direct quote from uh, the checklist. So it's new to 2023 tops update is the MLB first stitch patch cards numbered to 50 or fewer. All players in this set are on new teams in 2023. Taking it a step further, the authenticated swatches come from their first jerseys with that team. Autograph versions have five copies. So I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but if you had somebody who, you know, 2023, this is their first year with the Mets, you got a swatch of their first Mets okay. jersey on a card. Um, are you going to hit one of these very often? Absolutely not. But they are in the boxes, and it is kind of cool because it's new. So, you know. Yeah, it's something cool to look for on the singles market. I don't think that supports buying a hobby box. Hell um, and I know the rookie debut patches as well. Are there 50 of those? For some reason, I thought there was just going to be one. But now that I think of it, it's probably a pretty big patch. Yeah, because you know, know. It's, a, it's part of on the arm sleeve. They could probably make that into three or four cards, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and then just to go back to the Golden Mares, this is one of those times where I miss the Legend SPs and SSPs because you got a way to sneak yeah. in some desirable cards into a net, you know, a terrible checklist, right? <sighs> yes, I still miss those, man. I'm, I, I only own one Golden Maris, that Yachty. That's the only one I yep. need. Other than that, it really never, never really hit for me. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't, I mean, this is just a, you know, a short preview. We'll see what it looks like. Again, it's coming out in a few weeks. Um, so, not the next episode, but maybe the episode after that, we'll get to do a review and really see what we're seeing. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't, I'm not chomping at the bit. I, I wouldn't say I'm marking my calendar even. Uh, I'll, when it comes out, I'll see it start to pop up on eBay and in the discord and whatnot. And we'll go from there. We'll watch some box breaks and, and see what we think. So yeah, I might grab a hobby box at 80 bucks just to, like I said, I burned $90 on retail last night. You know, might as well. Uh, might as well. Time. You figure with the hobby, you know, you're at least going to get two or three hits, right? You're going to get your manufactured relic because we know you're not getting the auto in there. You'll get your manufactured relic and you're going to get two or three parallels. So, um, you know, there might be something fun in there. Uh, always a chance at something crazy like one of those in the name patches where it's, you know, a letter cut out of a jersey or you know, some crazy, I'm sure if you dug deep into the checklist, there's some cool retired vet autos or some Mike Trout autos or something like that buried in there. Maybe a Pujols auto, who knows? Um, so yeah, I'm sure there's cool stuff to have, but like you said, man, it's nothing worth going out and buying a box for. You're talking about trying to hit the top 1% of a checklist with, you know, thousands upon thousands of boxes that have been printed. It's long odds. Yeah. Really long odds. I feel like we should, uh, I want to get a video of like uh, Topps' production. Like, wouldn't it be lovely to just see like how many boxes they ship out in a day, so that we could get like a a visual view of like the print run? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see just kind of. I mean, just imagine those mountains of boxes and cases all stacked up. That'd be a sight to behold. That'd be pretty funny. Um, okay, here's a random segment. We never talk about this, but. Top's website drops. So I'm just going to kind of, I, I have gotten like a few of these in the past and I just, you know, we never mention it, but it is a part of the hobby that people play in. So I, I want to talk about it. 
So for those of you who don't know, there are some Tops website exclusive drops. Some of them are recurring, like Tops Now. You get a, we get cards every day um, for different things. We get some relics, we get some autos. They're usually really, really expensive. <laughs> um, then you you have different sets that come out on a weekly cadence, like Throwback Thursday, where they put current players in old card templates, which is kind of cool. You get your living set, um, which is one one set that is, as it implies, living. Everybody gets one card in it. They don't get a second card until they change teams. Um, but And that thing's just going to go on forever. You've got things like game within the game that are an artistic take on cards. And then you've got other things like um, Tops just announced that uh, I believe it's next week they're going to drop a Tops crossover with Julio Rodriguez where he helped curate the checklist. They've done some of those in the past. Like there was a Juan Soto version last year. I think there were some other players that had their own sets as well. Do you do you dabble in this at all, DJ? So I've done Throwback Thursday and Tops Now both to a level where, you know, I did it heavily, I would say. Um so with Throwback Thursday it's one of those things where you go in there, you check, you see who the card is. Maybe it's something you like, maybe it's something you don't. And you order it, so you get a nice base card with an opportunity for a parallel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the parallels are cool, So there's and it's up on, on eBay, and I've been, I've been looking at it for a long time. So it's a throwback Thursday of, of Yachty's rookie debut, right? And it's a cherry red parallel. And I can't remember if it's numbered to three or seven, something like that, Um but it's super low numbered and it's cool. So I have a couple Maguires, uh, a couple Yachty's in the PC, stuff like that. Um, it's fun for a player collector, right? You get those milestone moments, those big career moments. Uh, similarly, Tops Now, you know, Yachty's last year, bro, he had a Tops Now like every other day. Uh, same thing with Pujols. So if he would break a record, you know, when he got a thousand RBI, he got a Tops Now. When he got the all time putouts record, he got a Tops Now. Uh, when he broke, uh, Yogi Berra record or something like that. I forget. There's probably like 15 or 16 different Yachty and Pujols and Wainwright Tops Now cards last year. And uh, you can order one, a single for 10 bucks. Super cool. If that's all you want, you want to remember the moment. Again, with an opportunity for a parallel. Um, I'm a degenerate, so I would order like a five pack or a 10 pack and try to get, you know, parallels and then sell off the base. Um, so, you know, that's fun. I really like both of those. It's great for you know, baseball fans that are collecting cards because it, it memorializes that specific moment. And baseball cards, generally, you don't get a lot of that. It's just, hey, here's a picture of Yachty. Here's some stats from the last, you know, 15 years and, you know, maybe a little blurb about him that's random. But with the tops now, they get in depth and it's cool. So um, those I like. Everything else you listed off, eh, not really for me. It's too gimmicky. There's not a lot of value in there. Um it's one of those things where a casual collector might, like myself, well, what the hell is that set from? I don't remember that. You know what I mean? And you talk about a lot. What are we going to remember years from now? I don't think those kinds of things are going to stick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm with you. Full full agree. You're forgetting the uh, Yachty and Pujols pitching cards. Those are yeah. fun, too. Yeah. Those exactly. were really fun. And I'll give you some examples of some of the Tops Now stuff that I've got, because I, I think your take is spot on. It's cool to memorialize a moment. So I was at a, a Sunday afternoon Padres game last year, and Trent Grisham hit a walk-off homer in extra innings. So 
Next day, Top Snow drops. There's a Trent Christian card of him just smoking the ball. Um, so I got that card, got it. I only bought one. Two cards came to me in the mail. I had a nice little parallel of it, too, and I had the base. So I was at the game with my father-in-law. I gave him the base card. Um, actually, did I ever do that? I don't think I ever did. I think I intended to, and then I didn't. So my father-in-law. I wonder if he, wonder if he listens. I don't think he listens, but I have a base card for you here if you're listening. Um, maybe I'll give it to him. I'm going to see him later today. Um, go. So I got, I, got a, I got a top snow of that. Um, another example, my dad was in town and we're watching. We're just, you know, I picked him up from the airport. We came back to our house. We're like eating lunch or something. We're flipping around MLB games. And we, you know, something that's classic that we always joke about. We have this like tendency to flip back and forth between games and then when we flip back to a game at just the right moment, my dad's like, I still got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we flipped to Yankees and Orioles in the first pitch. We see Anthony Santander hit a walk-off homer. And he comes around the base. He, he's at home plate, and he just gets crushed with a Gatorade bath. And so the card is him on the front hitting the home run. And on the back, it's him getting doused with the Gatorade. Just a big picture of it. So it's like that card... In 30 years, I'm going to remember where I was watching that random, seemingly meaningless regular season game. It's like, that's a special moment with me and my dad. So I think that's what those cards are all about and super mm -hmm. cool. Um, the rest of the cards, yeah, kind of a novelty. Probably don't have huge amounts of long-term value. Some of them do. Like there's some Otani, um, some Acuna, but it's very rare. So... and. The image variations are cool. Like there's some J-Rod image variations. I think you have a one in 20 chance of an image variation. So like throwback Thursday, there's three cards and it's 15 bucks for the set. You have like a one in 20 chance of getting a short print image variation. And they tell you who the image variation subject is. So it's one of those guys. Um, so I just ordered my first online drop of the year this is what made me think of it because there was a drop with a cool set design and it was anthony volpe gunner henderson and corbin carroll i think mm. i think those were the three and i was like okay 15 bucks for a unique rookie card to each of those a shot of a parallel and i think it was a gunner image variation i'm like i'll take that sounds good Let's i think i was confusing the throwback thursdays with the turn back the clocks that's what i was talking about initially oh i don't know what back. turn back the clock is yeah so it's it's just everyone they'll have a random one and it'll just be something that happened a long time ago so like on this date uh, and this year mark mcguire broke the single season home run record as an example of one of those got it and they have the limited little parallels i think there's like three parallels for them um, yeah so yeah, I don't have any experience with the throwback Thursday, but the turn back the clocks, those are cool. Those are I've cool. seen those too. Yeah. And I think like your boy SSK, I think just hit a Yoshida, like a really nice, like red out of five throwback Thursday, which looks super cool. Oh yeah. Um, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So that was nice. And I was like looking at that and it was the day after I ordered my, my, my set. And I was like, Ooh, it's just kind of nice. It's like, it's 15 bucks. So it's not a ton of money. It's three, you know who the cards are, and you have a chance at something. So I'm like, mm -hmm. 15 bucks for those three base cards, kind of cool. So, yeah. 
every now I, I was more into it before than I have been these days. I try to stay away from the tops website because I can talk myself into anything. <laughs> so yeah. and it's not like it used to be. It. They actually have stuff available when you go on there, right? I know, I mean, right? <laughs> you just go on there and just look at the sold out list. I mean, we, you know, all these little sets. It's cool, but it's you know uh, a low entry point, right? Yeah, you know, ten yeah, bucks, fifteen sure. bucks. I'm cool with that. With the you know, like the the Julio Rodriguez set. They're always doing one of those sets, man, for yeah. somebody. And if it's not, you know, a baseball player, sometimes it's like a pop culture celebrity or, you know, some other guy like Steve Aoki's put out a set or, you know, whoever the case may be. And I'm just, it's just too much sometimes, man. Just just yeah. give me top series one and stuff like that. Yeah. Get off, get off my I don't mind. know. <laughs> I generally agree with you. And then every now and then I'm on the website and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll take those three cards. Not a lot of people are going to have them. I like them. I'm going to keep them in my PC kind of thing. And I think that's a good mix of players. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I had some, I, like I got every single J-Rod one from last year because I was a J-Rod addict, which I'm I'm very happy about now. <laughs> one last uh, cool thing about Tops now is, is the print runs are documented. So you can go back yes. into the archive and you can look at each card and see exactly how many copies they print. They print as many as are ordered, right? So if a thousand yeah. people buy one, they print a thousand. There's some of them that go crazy and they'll print like tens of thousands. But I have a yeah. bunch of Yachty's that, you know, most of them, the print runs under a thousand, which is pretty cool. You know, it's pretty yeah. cool. Like the Otani striking out Trout, that tops now card is epic and there's a ton of them yeah <laughs> so. and you can still get a, get a hundred dollars for it what they sell really? bro they sell yeah get thrown in a slab i think if you get a psa 10 they sell pretty well they sell pretty well nuts nuts all right let's hit mailbag let's do it what do you think anything actually anything else on your list before we go mailbag nah man we covered it we unless you want to try to go three hours like me and philly did i, I don't know let me throw some almost. let me throw some songs in. I'll throw some system of a down in to keep with the the brand that we've developed um and then we'll go from there. <laughs> that does seem to be the direction that we've headed. I like it cuz you know the baseball card topic overall is very mellow so it's nice to kind of charge the batteries a little bit. Uh I don't think we got a lot of questions this time but Philly gave us some good ones. Uh so I'm going to kick this one to you first. If you had 5K to drop on one card and only one, what direction would you go? So, I mean, we, we all know I'm going the Yadier Molina direction. Um, I would go 2004 Yadier Molina, and I would get – I'm looking at it right now. So there's this 2004 Black Refractor. Uh, very, very nice, and it's sitting in the SGC 9.5. It's his rookie card, Chrome, and it is gorgeous. I would spend every penny of it on that, and then uh, I'd be all good and done with it. How about you? Oh, I'm on eBay right now. I'm about to pull the trigger. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not about to pull the trigger, but you might know where I'm going with this one, but I'm going uh, Jackie Robinson, 1948 Leaf, without a doubt. That's, you know, my number one grail card at this point. I'm really... Really all about the Clemeni first, probably, but I kind of really hope that I can get this Jackie in the next, uh, honestly, year or two. So I think I will drop it, but I I kind of view that as a, that's like a treasury bond. Like that thing's going to have value forever. 
So that thing will be my baby and treated fully like an investment. Um, so yeah, that's that's my card, and it's not close. I'm not surprised that you go in Yachty though. That's yeah, your I mean, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's what I want to have in the PC, and that's really what I want to look at is I really because of the way that, you know, his career occurred at that point in my life and what I got to witness and the World Series and everything else, I, I just don't see anybody else, you know, at the risk of sounding, you know, whatever is just capturing my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, like that did and his career did. And I mean, you know, maybe Jordan Walker will play 18 years for the Cardinals and win a couple of rings and I'll watch every minute of it and it'll be magical. But I, I just have a hard time believing that anything will ever be better than you know the last 18 years were so yeah that's just where i'm at hey man it's a good answer i and there are some other really good answers in the discord <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna read some of them <laughs> are you gonna read the hookers and blow one i don't <laughs> <laughs> you, you spoiled it the daddy stuff our resident mcguire guy um he had an answer, a Maguire card, and then was talking about uh, looking at 5K Maguire listings on eBay really emphasizes how many donkey brain MFers there are out there. <laughs> <laughs> the most modern uh, showed the Frank Reynolds uh, certificate to show that he did not have donkey brains from Always Sunny. So Certified from the Reed Mental Institution. <laughs> so... Uh, are you an always sunny guy the season 16 drop really like snuck up on me i didn't know it happened until it was already all out so i recently just binged that and, oh my god that show's incredible yeah i haven't watched the, the later seasons but i have dropped a few subtle it's always sunny references here on the pod but one of my favorites is uh you know i i'm uh my i'm untethered and my rage knows no bounds <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of that show, you know, mostly because of the implication, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. I started watching that show because I lived in Philly, like when it started and like, that's how long ago that damn show started. It's 16 seasons. Oh my God. I just first five seasons is pure gold from start to finish. Every episode, you just can't, it's just one of those. I hope it continues to go on forever because it's one of those shows that if they had stopped making episodes 10 years ago, you would watch it now and say, man, you could never make a TV show like that now, but they still are. They yeah. still are. It's just oh, as yeah. fucked up as it was before. Like yeah, it's, I mean, oh she's like, not, I mean, they really oh, pulled bunches though. There's, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I it's mean, really I'm, something to behold. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not endorsing any of it, but it is hilarious. <laughs> the show is just, I mean, it lives in the not safe for work category. Like, I'll have an order oh of your God. finest jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, they just, it, it's great that, like, they, they're, they like, doing the current stuff. Like, in the, in the new season, like, I, I just looked at the list like the episode names and there's like like one of the episodes is like frank versus russia <laughs> and i'm just like oh god here we go <laughs> it's good stuff yeah um, fantastic it's really really nothing better uh yeah real east coast full 30 has a nice response to he said vintage or something disgustingly overpriced for the flex <laughs> yeah i can get with that logic i like it 
So Ethan Salas is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean just 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 to post it on Reddit, bro, just for that yeah. one. Bastards. Philly Philly going for a crazy historical cut auto. Also a real good answer. Um yeah. Yeah, lots of good answers, but hookers hookers and blow for everybody is the winner because that's unselfish. Yeah, he said for everyone. I mean, at first it's like, man, you got to question your character, but then when he loops everybody else into the equation, it's like, well, man, it's just a generous guy. My my concern is that if you're really getting hookers and blows for everyone in the Discord, we got 250 people, that comes down to 20 a pop. Oh, talking about some suspect. Uh, Up to 251, bros, is going to be like 1850. I mean. Oh, my God. I don't know the quality of that that you're going to get for 20 bucks. but I um, do live near the border, so I'm happy to report that. You know. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm changing. I'm, I think we were... We almost didn't get the E stamp, and now I'm like concerned to drop this. It's like uh, hints of drug trafficking references. <laughs> oh god! All right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, Wicked Googly asks, "I think this is a joke. What's the latest announcement from Talks about ta- Tops about Taco Fractors? Yeah, man, Taco Fractors. I think that's oh, just no. rubbish bait for me. I'm not gonna take the bait, bro. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. I'm not gonna go off on a rant." About taco fractors, I'm not. I'm not taking a bait. I mean, you could spend five k on a taco fractor, right? I mean, there's I people think that buying fits. them up. All jokes aside, people are buying them up. Oh my god! Something I about a, a a game that's going to occur in Mexico next year, or something like that, and you may be able to go to the game. I don't know. That's just honestly, all of it makes me want to vomit because whoever the idiot at tops who came up with this in a meeting is now like patting himself on the back and like his superiors are like, yo, what a great idea. It was such a hit. And I'm just like, holy shit. What is the next stupid ass idea that we're going to get as a result of this? Yeah. And the other thing Uh, is, is that, you know, there's a bounty or some kind of weird thing almost with every major release at this point. And it's like, how about we just make cards that are worthy of purchasing instead of having to come up with all these gimmicks to sell these cards? Yeah, I it's like good for the hobby, but at the same time, bad. I don't know. And people are like, like the retrofractors. So I'm not really a big fan. Like if I found myself ripping some 23 Bowman Chrome and I pulled one, like then I'd be a big fan and it would be immediately getting listed and sold. Um, but I just don't get it. And I saw people trying to imply the dollar value of like a Babe Ruth number to 25 based on the 200k bounty. And I'm like, no, no, that's not how to do it. No, <laughs> it's no. not a bounty on all of them. There's a bounty on one, the rest stand alone and nobody's going to, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I'm like, nobody's going to care about these things in a year. I don't know. What do you think? I, maybe, maybe I, I'm wrong. I would take, I would, I would take any Babe Ruth card that was originally printed before you know way back when before i would take anything you know i've said it before i don't like modern cards of vintage guys i don't i'll get it and i'll sell it but i'm not holding that for pc yeah we all know what that is i think they're just trying to create something that i don't think will hold up long term yeah they're trying to make it yeah 
We'll see. All right, Philly, another good question. Welcome to Philly's House of Cards. It's our opening day, and you are our first customer, so you get a free box on the house. But unfortunately, we're not very well bankrolled. You can choose from either Bowman Bowman Chrome 2023 or 2023 Immaculate Baseball. What are you going with? And he says he has his assumptions on how that would go, but he might be surprised. What you got, bro? That's actually a really good question, considering everything we've talked about (laughs) on the podcast today. I spent the first 15, 20 minutes just burying Bowman Chrome uh, and the checklist. With that all said, I'm still taking a Bowman Chrome because I know I can sell it if you know whatever comes out of there. Um, and I'm taking the hobby box format so I get a shot at the retrofractors. And I'd like to retract my love for the HTA <laughs> at this particular moment. Um, you know, an Ethan Silas parallel is going to do way better than just about anything I pull out of the HTA, yep. with the exception of Ethan Silas Auto. So, um, yeah, I'll probably grab the Bowman Chrome hobby box. But uh, I'd also want to watch Bobby open his Immaculate Hobby Box if that's what he's choosing. Nope. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. Nope. I'm going Bowman Chrome. I'm going Bowman Chrome because this is a lottery ticket now. Philly just gave me it for free, so I'm playing the upside game. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to rip Bowman Chrome with my own money because I don't think the value's there, but this ain't my money. So I'm going to go for the big hit, and I'm going to go Bowman Chrome. Now, if I'm walking in and I'm forced to spend 250 or 300, whatever box price is, I would, if it's my money, I'm ripping Panini Immaculate because I know I'm going to get some stuff for my PC that I like and I'm not going to have all that base. But again, that's, that's where for me spending my money, I feel like I want to get some value and yeah, I think I would do the Immaculate with my own money, but. With Philly's money, I'm doing Bowman Chrome and trying to hit that Ethan Salas. So right. I'm waiting on that on that box, Philly. Let's see it. Yeah, where's it at, man? My when are you open it? Then, like, what do we got? Oh shit, man! Less than two weeks, and Bobby oh. just had his. So, well, what what's your birthday rip gonna be, man? Yeah, I don't know. I was supposed to I was supposed to just take it easy this month, man, and get ready for a birthday rip, and then I I grabbed all these HTAs, Bobby. I don't. I have no self-control, bro. Let's TJ, TJ looks sad right now. Like, literally, like, uh, I'm not trying to hate. Your shoulders just shrunk. You looked yeah, away I'm, from the camera. Like, you, uh, yeah, you pulled I'm, your I'm, hat over your head. I could no longer see your face. Like, yeah, it, you know, I was planning to do, like, you know, something crazy. Maybe rip, you know, $500, $750 worth of product all on my birthday and make it a thing. But I, I just did that. Just in a couple yeah. of days, and I got six trash ass autos. So I'm gonna spend the next 14 days recouping, and uh, I don't know, man. I'll probably pick up something crazy. I'll probably pick up something crazy. I'll probably pick up a nice uh, hobby box or a jumbo box. Mike's got a couple Bowman hobbies sitting over there, something like that. Um, or I might just grab a nice single. We'll see how it goes. Nice. Good luck, my friend. I feel bad for you. You've been looking forward to Bowman Chrome so much, and you ripped so much last year. I feel like traumatized. I'm traumatized. I call it a lesson learned, man. And I think about all the HTAs in 22 that I ripped and, you know, to varying degrees of success, but overwhelmingly not a lot of success, man. Just a lot of base autos to show for it. So, you know, I'll chalk it up to experience and just kind of play the secondary market on this one. Um, 
last year there were actually, my opinion, a lot more guys that you could hit and justify it. There's probably Mm -hmm. eight to 12 autos that were worth the rip as opposed to the, you know, three to five that we talked about. So, yeah, yeah, singles, singles market. It's good to share with people though. Yeah. Hey man, you do the singles game, you're going to have big stuff. I mean, uh, shit. I I don't want to say it right now. I'm not trying to kick you when you're down. Cause I do the, I rip boxes too. And almost every time I feel after like, why the fuck did I do that? Like, like I just could have spent my money better. Um, but it is fun. So I forget who said it in the discord, but you know, you, you almost got to take the what's in the box out of the equation. And if you hit nothing, is it from an entertainment value still worth it and that's where like something like bowman chrome could be like if you look forward to it all year and it's one of your favorite products and you're in a ripa hta or a hobby and you know like if you've got that money set aside for it like do it like i know personally like i talk about not ripping product i'm probably going to rip panini immaculate at some point so i think the next two hobby boxes i'm gonna rip i'm gonna rip something on thanksgiving and i'm gonna rip something on christmas so right now, Immaculate's up there. Like if I had to pick two boxes right now, that would be one of them for me personally. So I don't know. I just want some cool stuff and I want to remember it and tether it to a date. Like that Otani, I'm never selling it. That's my birthday hit. Like mm-hmm, it's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know, man. Um, and Philly also didn't say that he had insufficient capital to bankroll his store. I was just bashing that he only had two products on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, come on, Philly, get your get your selection he, right, bro. He must have had some. He must have priced it really well and had some degen- degenerates come in and clear him out right before we got there. Damn. Either that, or he's one of those LCSs that's really just a front for a break operation. We see you, <laughs> Philly. We see you, bro. All right. I think that's all I got. I don't know anything. Else, anything else you want to hit, man? Um, I think the the next uh, tool time episode is going to be interesting. Talking about Bowman some more. Maybe you guys can go six hours this time. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. We we literally, if you didn't, if you didn't listen to that, man, it's almost three hours. It's uh, we broke down every single team and give you some some highs and some lows from all thirty uh, teams in in the league. Um, probably do a quick review. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to try not to bury it too much. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely touch on some of that. And I think Philly, the showrunner, has got a couple of special guests he's trying to get on there, some some experts and stuff like that. So we might have that uh, cooking as well. But in either case, yeah, we'll touch on it a little bit. And I'm going to watch some more breaks, check out the singles market, and just kind of see, you know, maybe I'm wrong about some guys. And then ultimately we'll find out in a few years if that happens to be the case. Yeah, maybe it changes with some of the mid-tier guys. Maybe they come high-tier. Like, Camonero became, like, one of the top prospects in baseball out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was hyped a bit at release, but, you know, it's just things change quick with these young guys. So you just don't like to see the guys that it seems as though their, their story's kind of already written as a prospect. You, mm-hmm. you want to see the upside. So I feel you. Um cool all right sweet hey uh shout out to the discord shout out to the reddit baseball card subreddit shout out to you bobby for uh being a pod father putting together <laughs> this beautiful community for all of us to be degenerates in and around each other with but uh yeah man i'll talk to you i'm sure soon enough but we'll do another one of these in a couple of weeks check out tool time next week thanks bobby you're the man bro
Thank you. You're the man. Dude, getting you to come on as, as my co-host and putting a regular cadence around this and some consistency. Dude, this season's just been freaking awesome. I mean, last season was awesome too, but it was, I cannot tell you how hard and how draining it is or was to try to put out an episode every week and find a different co-host and find a time that worked. And man, it was hard. It was really hard. I, I never thought it was going to be as hard as it was, but no, it's, you the it's, man. It's truly were, been my pleasure. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. I hope everybody gets some big hits. Uh, if you're looking for somewhere to spend your money and you don't want to rip some boxes, like I said, FSHD, um, we're doing a walk on September 30th. I'm trying to raise a little bit of money for a good cause. So uh, check out the Discord. Scroll way down to like one of the last things that's above the archives section. You got a Bobby's Walk and Roll section. Uh, I've got some links in there. So I appreciate y'all that have that have donated and anybody who even considers. I know asking for money is not my thing unless I'm selling you a big banger of a card. Then I'll ask for some money. But that's right. Um, yeah. This would be out of the goodness of your heart and just know that it's going to a good and very meaningful cause. So appreciate it. Uh, check us out on the Discord. Check us out. Uh, Instagram, trying to be more active, trying to post those cards with that sick light box that TJ's uh, hooked me up with. So it's the Ephus Pod. That's the handle on Instagram. Check us out. I still have Twitter or X and I never post anything. So follow if you want, but I'm probably not going to post shit. <laughs> so. All right. Later on, guys. See you later. See you guys.